You are now listening to the Bulls and Queens podcast, where we have sexy fun exploring the lifestyle and swinging exploits of black bulls, queens of spades, cuckold fantasies, open relationships, seductive interracial encounters, and other kinky shenanigans that are sure to get you off in a very good way. So get ready, ladies, and make sure you take notes, gentlemen, because here is your host, that super sexy, bald black man candy, Doc Chocolate. What's up, gentlemen and ladies? This is your favorite podcast, The Bulls and Queens Show, and I am your man, Dark Chocolates. I kind of miss up my name. It's not Dark, it's Doc, right? Yes. Yeah? All right. So, I have my beautiful, my lovely, my tantalizing, my sweet... Boo Bear. I don't ever call you Boo Bear, but that's my wife. You don't call me Boo Bear. Hi, everybody. My name is Caramel. My baby's mama. <laughs> she looks like caramel and she tastes like caramel. Ooh, that is true. That is true. <laughs> yes, yes. So I have my wife and my partner and my BFF up on here. So, we're going to have fun today. She is my co-host. And before we get started, we're actually going to talk about how we got started in our journey into the lifestyle, aren't we? Yes, we are. But before we get started on that, I want you guys and ladies to just go ahead and go to our website, bullsandqueens.com, and get that free gift that I have for you. It is the Bulls, the Queens, the Cucks Survival Guide to Having Sexy Fun in the Lifestyle. It is free. If you download it and you don't enjoy it, I'm going to refund you 50 times the amount that you invested in it, which it is free. So I wonder if they can do the math, right? Right. Yeah. So download it, have fun. It's going to help you survive and navigate this lifestyle and have some sexy fun, have a lot of fluids exchanged, mm-hmm. and have a lot of fun exchanged as well. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> and as always, if y'all want a lifestyle party or meetup, get together, that type of good stuff. The information is on the website as well. And make sure you leave us a five-star review on Google, Apple, iTunes. Uh, what else is out there for podcast things? I think you said the most of them. Google, Apple, iTunes. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Stitcher. Is that a podcast player? Or? That is so crazy. I've never heard of Stitcher. you never heard of Stitcher? I don't, even, I don't know if I'm dating myself by saying that, but I have well, I'll make you laugh a lot in your stitches, right? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's where the drum roll comes in. Yeah. 
now you guys know why I don't get paid to be a comedian. But <laughs> leave us a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to us on. We would appreciate that, and that helps other people find our podcast. But hey, let's get into some sexy fun. Are you ready for some sexy fun, Caramel? Oh, yes. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah. So, we just came back from out of town, and we just enjoyed Thanksgiving with the family. How was that, Ooh, I just said your name. Boop. How was that, Caramel? It was I have to go back in and bleep that out, right? It was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. I love spending time with family. Tell us about that. Oh, it was just great. I mean, I had a beautiful Airbnb, you know, out in the country. It was very nice. Very settling, peaceful. It was cold and... Yeah. Oh my God! It was very cold, yes. so we were out in the Midwest, you guys, and obviously we're out here in Vegas, where it's nice and warm, and it's like seventy-four degrees yes. as we filmed this. And out there in the Midwest, where we flew out to, it was what about thirty degrees? Yeah, about thirty degrees. Yeah, that yeah, is and super windy. And super windy, you guys. That is too cold for black folks. <laughs> Ain't it? That is too cold. That is really cold. Matter of fact, I got a little bit sick. I think I caught COVID. Oh my gosh. Okay, no, I didn't catch COVID, but anyways. <laughs> but we're back in town and we are recording this. So, Miss Caramel. Yes. We are doing this episode on how we got involved or started in lifestyle. Like, like what really happened because i think we you and i have like two different stories on how we got started in the lifestyle is that accurate or what, what's up that's very accurate that's just how men and women are we have two different perspectives on the same event so really uh, yeah. <laughs> see you guys basically what caramel is trying to say is that when us men talk we tell the truth and then when the women talk they Tell something besides the truth. No, that's not what I said. But see, there you go. Something other than the truth. No. All right. So, <laughs> so tell everybody, how did we get started in the lifestyle? Like, what was our journey into getting into the lifestyle? Oh, that's such a loaded question. I don't know if I'd say we got started. I would like to say that it just happened. Really? Yeah, it just yeah, it just happened. Starting to me denotes like there was like this mission of yeah, we're gonna do lifestyle, free play, fucking, and all of that. That didn't come into play, not at all. She <laughs> saw she saw a guy with some a tall, buff, no. ripped, mm-hmm. chocolate man, and she was like, I want a real part. Oh my god! That's how we got started. Like I said. I think we're like most couples who start off in the lifestyle looking for something different, something fun, but don't know how to kind of put it together. So um, how it came about was we were just, I believe we were watching like this movie. I can't even recall the movie, but it had something to do with um, two couples, good friends. And I believe one was like one one party was fucking the other party of the couple or something to that expect. And <laughs> there was the a lot two, of fucking going on. Yeah, and the other two were just like totally oblivious to what was going on. And then one they of them happened. Oblivious to the fucking. Yeah, and then it just happened that they had a, um, a night where they decided all to get down. But the whole time, the one couple, the, other, the guy and the girl from, <laughs> were always <laughs> fucking. Any a lot of fucking going on. Mm, oh. <laughs> yeah, so. 
thought the movie was intriguing. I was, you know, because I'm like a real big movie fan, Netflix, you know, and above all of that. I'm a big fucking fan. Yeah. And so we were talking about it and um, I was just talking with, I was just talking with Doc Chocolate about, hey, what are your thoughts about this? Blah, blah, blah. And it was just open, natural conversation. Now, of course, ladies, you know, when you have an open, natural conversation with your husband and you got a couple of drinks in there there are some things that may come out that are not really oh what can i say um politically correct or whatever just kind of oh, comes out raw. she just got pc so it did so it came out we talked and um i guess i made a, a thought of you know what would it be like what would you think if we did something like that or engaged in like that it was completely hypothetical just asking questions and then from there I believe that you became more inquisitive about it because I, I think I kind of like left it because it, that's just what it was a conversation topic that is it and we move on you know I was caught up in it for that night but that was it the next day it's like okay back to you know the normal routine Although, Doc Chalk had a whole nother thing. There was something brewing in his mind. Well, like I had an ulterior motive or something? Nah, you just took it to the next day. I think you became more open and connected with it. Ah, I got connected. Yeah, you got connected. It was a conversation for me, but you you connected with it. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Tell us what happened in this connection. I don't know. The next thing I knew is that you brought me like a 10-point PowerPoint presentation of lifestyle and statistics. I mean, like, seriously, he did his research on it. But, you know, that's when you say, how did it start? I think that's how it was. It was like the evolving, and we just kind of kept going with it. Research, I mean, you know, here in uh, Vegas, I mean, hey... You know, this city is like got doors to everything. Yeah. Doors to whatever you want to do. So it was, we it was very easy for us because we lived in the city that just catered to sexiness, lifestyle, sex. It just catered to it all. We just had to pick which path we're gonna go down. And Caramel is super sexy, and I'm not just saying that because she's my wife. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I, I mean it. Like, if y'all go to the About Us page or a few other pages on the website, she's on there and she is gorgeous. She has these nice, luscious, full boobs and this beautiful million dollar smile. And she got this smooth caramel skin. And she tastes kind of good too. Oh, well, thank you. You're welcome. Well, I think when I see you, I have to kind of keep up with you. Oh, okay, yeah, Mr. okay. Mr. Uh, Doc Chocolate, yeah, he definitely keeps it keeps it hot and steamy all this all these years. I try to. I try to. Stuff, you know, very pleased with that. It's all good, you know. Like, you know, I'm glad that you're not complaining or anything. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> So, what's funny is, like, I 110% agree with you, Caramel, mm-hmm. on your story, on how we got started in the lifestyle. And so, yeah, we were watching a movie on Netflix, and it was about these two couples that started to swing, and not from swings, but from 
nuts and boobs and oh. well, they weren't swinging from all that. Be a little mm -hmm. bit graphic. I got a little bit jungle there, but yeah, uh, eeks Tarzan. But no, I mean it was like pretty crazy, right? Yeah. And I remember like we were watching that, and we had heard about swingers before, hadn't we? Like we talked about swingers a few times before in our past, right? Yeah, but it's like swinging is one of those words is just like I don't know. No, no judgment out there, but it's like an. I just when I think of swingers, I think of like 1970s. I don't know, shag rug, <laughs> like you know your, you know your parents that had them, had those neighbors that were friends that you were just kind of like, what the fuck is up with them? They just kind of, you know, with the white wears, you know, you could tell she's trying to like relive her youth and she got a bush, yeah, like a 1970s bush, yeah, and then like you know, and the guys like you know low-key you know struggle with it you know alcohol i don't know that's <laughs> all i can kind of think of you know what i mean because real talk <laughs> i think every generation has a different name for this uh adventurous and fun seeking lifestyle and i think swingers just carry this really kind of old connotation to it you know what i mean where when we look at the, in the recent times you know everybody's like is free with sex and more open and more fun so the talk is there the labels are something else but everybody's talking about it. everybody's been talking everybody's been fucking everybody's been doing stuff but the labels and what you want to go by is it's kind of up in the air so i don't know swingers just sounded kind of like ah, I, don't know. <laughs> ah. I love it i love it i love it I remember, like, back in the day, I've always been a business person, right? And when I first started in business, I was doing things online, and I was selling things on eBay. And I used to go, do you remember when I went to those estate sales back in the day? Mm hmm And I remember I, this is literally, literally like, 15-plus years ago. And I remember I went into this house that they were having an estate sale at and it was total 1970s yeah and i'm not sure if you came with me or i told you about it afterwards uh but like it was total 70s and they had like the shack carpet and it looked like a scene out of austin powers yeah right and you know the one thing that stood out to me caramel what's that they had a mirror on the ceiling super sexy yeah yeah Maybe. but guess what was funny what was that i was like oh my gosh why do those people have a mirror on their ceiling <laughs> i don't get it i was like what could you possibly do with a mirror on the ceiling mm, oh <laughs> like caramel what can you do with this mirror on the ceiling quite a bit actually but yeah just for decorative purposes yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can see how well your fucking game is going on. Right. That actually would be kind of nice, though. Have you? We never had sex in front of a mirror on the ceiling, have we? Yes, we have. Not on the ceiling. Yeah, well, we've had mirrors. Yeah, yeah. I remember I, we've. I've looked in the mirror at me stroking you, and I'm like, yeah, I'm hitting this shit hard. Mm. And I'd be like, yeah. And then you'd be like, Doc, what are you doing? Stop looking in the mirror. But, yes, I agree with you on your assertion on how we got started. Yeah. So, we did watch the movie, and we had conversations. And so, Caramel came to me, and she was like, well, what did you think of the movie? And I was like, um, 
I thought it was decent. You know, I'm playing it cool. Obviously, you know, I was like, every guy wants to uh, have sex with other women. You know, let's just be real, right? Or at least they thought about it. And so she was like, Caramel was asking, well, what did you think about that? And I'm trying to play cool and chill. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's all right. Right? And then uh, she was like, well, I mean, like, would you ever do something like that? And then Phyllis. When your wife asks you a question like that, you have a life decision to make. Oh my God. At that moment, one's life can be determined. Mm -hmm. Their pathway of Mm -hmm. their existence, it can literally be set on the foundation of five major decisions that every man has to make in his life. And that was one of my major decisions. Oh, my gosh. Do I lie and fib or do I tell her the truth? And so what I said was I said, (laughs) this is some pimp shit right here, you fellas. I said, well, you know what, Caramel? Every guy has fantasies about that. Let's just be real about it. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? Boom! Mic drop, baby. I put the question back on her. And then what did you say? If you can remember. Yeah, I think I I can recall. It was more of like, yeah, I said I would do it. And let me just, just a really quick backdrop on it. You know, Doc Chocolate was my, you know, my first, my one and the only. So only sexual experience I, you know what I'm saying, I've had. So, you know whole midwest type vibe you know you get you're young you get married all of that very much um bible beltish of where i come from so this was like so taboo i think what was interesting about this whole movie is that it focused on um it focused on black lifestyle which was something that you didn't see a lot of well at least i didn't see a lot of so see after seeing a movie like that and saying oh wow these people actually did this stuff you know and again it's entertainment so i was entertaining the thought and the idea so of course i said of course why wouldn't i do that i mean we can live once yeah i'd go and do something like that again i'm talking free range here you know who would have thought it would have turned into to this? <laughs> yeah. A crazy thing is, you guys, so we talked about it, we laughed about it, and then uh, Caramel brought up in discussion in the future, a couple months later, she said, uh, told me about the different aspects of relationships. So she told me about some of the research she did where there's your physical your sexual your mental and your Mm. sexual aspects of a relationship you remember that Mm -hmm. and so she really focused on the sexual aspect and i'm thinking in my head yeah yeah that makes sense but then in the back of my head i'm like well why are you bringing that up and you know obviously i'm remembering that movie we watched and so anyways a few months later a month later two months later i don't know she flat out asked me hey what do you think if we like connected with other people or had sex with other people or she said it a lot cleaner than I just said it, but you know, she like posed a question on me and I was like, and she said it very, very intellectually and very, very like nicely. But then you guys, I took it like a little 
bitch. <laughs> I was all butthurt, like, what are you talking about? You, you, my dick ain't enough for you. You want to have somebody else's dick? Wah, 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 wah. You remember that? Mm-hmm. But at the I end, do. But at the end of the day, uh, like Caramel was alluding to earlier on, when we got together, she was, I was the first person that she had ever been with. And before her, I had been with a few, you know, a couple, maybe three, four, five, I don't know, uh, ladies before that, you know, and, uh, you know, I had a little bit of experience. And I mean, we both came from pretty conservative backgrounds. And so, anyways, I thought in my head that wouldn't be fair if she wasn't able to experience any other type of sensual pleasure you know like because when you think about it logically it's like what you just get with one dude for the rest of your life and that's the only dingling you get is that one dude i'm like shoot i mean i like thin crust cheese pizza from pizza hut but i don't want to eat that yeah, every like single day for the rest of my life right oh my yeah right mm-hmm. you, you gotta have some variety right correct you yeah. know so uh and then also you know i mean yeah you know <laughs> if she gets she's able to get with other guys that means i get to get with other chicks too so hey maybe there's a benefit or two in there for me somewhere <laughs> from a selfish perspective yeah but a lot of different risks when you're thinking about actually doing it so you know it's always safe in conversation is when you actually step out and begin to walk this out is where you really come you know in touch with their your true your truths about what's going on inside of you so yeah so with the conversation i feel very safe to talk about it and i think a lot of women do you know it's it's a wonderful step it wasn't the fact that we were actually going to be able to you know what i'm saying think about the lifestyle i think what is one of the awesome and most beautiful thing about those situations that I felt safe enough to talk to him about it and continue this conversation and dialogue. So many defenses and different things come up when you try to have an open, honest conversation in regards to sex. I mean, that's, you can't get no more intimate than that and going to be touching on so many different levels of a person. So I think just the idea of being able to talk, that was something great for me because I could actually release and say yeah I've thought about this and blah you know and was received very well now of course in my mind I had no idea we were going to actually work you know actually walk towards that that (laughs) income you know he's more of a go-getter than I am I'm kind of like you know he's the rabbit I'm the tortoise so (laughs) yeah but I I don't come fast though yeah like hey oh that just got awkward yeah Okay. Geeks. Well, you, you did it with a joke, you know. Oh, yeah, I, I hear you. So, breaking the awkwardness, breaking out that awkward box. <laughs> so, what did I do afterwards? After we, like, kind of came to a meeting of the minds. Oh, and before we even get into that, uh, again, ladies, gents, communication is, like, number one. You have got to have good communication. You have to have open and honest communication in order for this to work. Hell, even if you don't even get into the lifestyle or cuckolding or hot wifing or whatever it is that you want to do, maybe you're a stag vixen. I don't know what you are, but you want to have open 
and honest all-around communication. You have got to get the good, the bad, and the ugly out. And that's the only way that relationships can grow. Because uh, me and Caramel, we've been together for over 20 years. And I mean, we don't look like it. We, hey, we, we look sexy. I mean, especially Caramel. She looks sexy. She got this oh ass. She got this ass that you can bounce quarters off of. And she does. I mean, she looks good. And, Thank um, you, darling. You're welcome. And so, anyways. So, what happened next? Do you remember, like, after I stopped being a little bitch, and I apologized to you, like, the next day? Oh, yeah, I'm telling you, like, you, I think it went kind of, uh, went, it went cold for a little bit, and then I think another couple weeks went by, and then, again, I just remember a presentation being laid out to me. <laughs> oh, the PowerPoint regards, Yeah, the PowerPoint with all about... The benefits and the thing about lifestyle and you know all of this stuff i mean he really did because again we're in a city where hey anything can happen so getting the information wasn't you know said came came very easy so and the first thing i was thinking i was like man wps is some white people shit like i ain't gonna even <laughs> lie to you like okay for real talk like okay seriously <laughs> like I got to give it up to uh, um, our Caucasians. They have really voyaged the, the exploration on sexual exploration. I do believe when it comes down I agree. to uh, when it comes down to the roots and sex has been like across the board um, very much an intricate part of culture and how it's been. Um, how it's been expressed and so when I look at a lot of the African culture sex was a really really big thing from how you you know what I'm saying from how you look and how you express and different things of that sort but very passionate very all of that um but not explorative in nature you know what I mean not explorative in nature so when you start looking at explorative, you know, for uh, for blacks, now that's some new, that's some new level. <laughs> now we can creep. Oh, we can creep. Yeah. You got to explain to them what creeping you know, you means. Can creep. You can some go, people don't know what creeping. You can explore without nobody seeing you. Uh, yeah. You can cheat. You can yeah. cheat. Yeah, well, that's why they call it. Yeah, they call it creep. You can you can get out there on the streets and get some booty when your husband or your wife ain't watching correct yeah correct uh you know what i mean or engage in some you know what i'm saying fuck fantasies but only when you single and stuff like that you know what i mean <laughs> that's the only time where that that's the only time where that shit actually is prevalent but like once you get married you know, especially within the black girl, that's that's a whole nother whole nother thing. That's a whole that's a whole nother thing. So, needless to say, that when it started out, I was just thinking that man, it's some <laughs> white people stuff. It's some white people. <laughs> <laughs> but like what we discovered, and, and I think the reason being is when you look at the black culture versus the white culture, the black culture is very. And rooted into the church and obviously 
that's a very very taboo way of having sex because the way it's taught in the church at least in the black church is like hey sex should just be used for procreation purposes and uh, don't do anything don't do this don't do that you remember we had a pastor once back in the day who said that you should even do oral sex and I was yeah. like if I want to eat my wife's pussy which I do a good job at it I love doing it again that's why her name is caramel not just because that's her skin tone but mm -hmm. Okay, I won't go there. But mm -hmm. hey, if I want to eat her pussy, I'm going to do it. Mm, oh. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, there's whole that's probably a no, there's totally totally different different elements when it comes to it. But yeah, but it was something that was, a, you know, this is not really just talked about um within um, you know saying within black marriages, you know. It's all about, you know, creativity, keeping it sexy, keeping it hot and this and that, you know. So we're like venturous. But when it comes to like swinging, what? Ooh, Total different. If ain't, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know what I'm saying, if there ain't no shit, line of cokes or some shit to do, then I don't know if it's A line of coke? <laughs> Are you saying that you want a line down. of coke? I don't know if it's going Are you saying you want no, a line of coke? I say that. I say it like that. Oh, okay. We've actually like never done any type of hard drug ever before in our life like i've never done coke have you no no okay i like the most we've done is like you know obviously like weed and alcohol and maybe you know ecstasy i did ecstasy once and caramel did ecstasy how many times did you do ecstasy you don't have to talk about that okay yeah so um she's just ecstatic to see me yeah of course uh yeah so anyways like what are what is like one of your favorite moments in a lifestyle like the first thing that pops in your head don't think about it just whatever pops in your head first parties parties all right tell me about that i love the at home parties where there's a couple like hosting and there's all kind of like fun and freaky shit going on you know and people walking around but ass naked yeah so you know what i'm saying definitely free but very cozy kind of feel you know what i mean yeah. it's not like at some little you know club or you know sex you know what i'm saying a sex like atmosphere but very cozy i don't know i just like that type i don't know why it's just kind of different i do too because like I, like we're both like really really sociable people mm -hmm. and one thing that i learned was going to those lifestyle parties and seeing you know people naked you would think that it's like totally totally sexual which <laughs> it is sexual but it's not entirely sexual it's not like it's like just one big huge like sex fest yeah. or one big huge orgy you know i mean which yeah orgies do happen <laughs> and there's a lot of fucking going on but like i believe that when people get naked that they become naked internally as well and so you basically have open and honest conversations matter of fact me and Caramel have talked about this before in the past, and some of our best friends have come from the lifestyle. Mm, true. Isn't that funny? So, what's we're gonna end this episode, but like, what's one thing that you are looking forward into the future of lifestyling, Miss Caramel? more conversations and dialogue i love the fact that you're doing this podcast because i think that um 
there is a lot of great energy out there and people are wanting to ask questions they want to know marriages there are people who love marriage you know what I mean and I honestly do believe that if you're in the lifestyle you love your you know what I'm saying you love your marriage there's an intensity and intimacy there that you really cannot describe that's very different from your traditional marriages and I don't think that comes out enough there is this whole kind of played out playing out judgment on people that are married that are actually doing you know what I'm saying adventuring into some of the more explicit um, areas of um, lifestyle and it's just a lot of judgment so I hope to bring in a sense of understanding and compassion and normalcy to this to know that you know it ain't just freaky shit you know what I mean <laughs> it's you know what I mean or you know things like that or something really fucked up in the head or you demented or shit or got some you know long abandonment issues that you can't really <laughs> express so you gotta express it into some of this deep dark sexual shit you know what uh, I mean yeah and don't get me wrong that is out there too daddy issues yeah there there this sex isn't oh, I won't even go there that's another subject sex isn't yeah sex is another area where um you can play out fears or fantasies oh role playing yeah yeah but I just really want to bring the the dialogue okay I like it mm. that was very inquisitive it asked me a question. I do this on every episode, or at least I think I'll do it on every episode, but ask me one crazy kooky question that you just wanted to know, and we'll end the episode. Well, I like it. What is what is one thing that you want to kind of happen with this whole podcast? Oh, with this whole podcast. I would love for it to be a forum where we explore all things sexy so obviously it's bulls and queens so we're focused uh on the black bulls journey queen of spades journey cucks journey and then just all types of open relationship journeys as well right Mm -hmm. because we you and me have gravitated towards playing separately and so you have uh, your niche and then I have my niche of things that I like to do right and so I would love to just explore this and just see how it evolves because I know we're going to have other people that we interview and we talk about they share their stories we share our stories we laugh about it we learn we entertain and we educate so i'm just excited to see how this whole thing evolves now we evolve with it awesome 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 so thank you for listening to the bulls and queens podcast make sure y'all go to the website at bullsandqueens.com make sure you get your free survival guide how to have and survive sexy lifestyle fun i totally fucked it up (laughs) the title okay the title you guys is the bulls the cucks and the queen survival guide to sexy lifestyle fun this is doc chocolate with the beautiful caramel 
And we are signing out. Goodbye, everybody. Good night. Thank you for listening to everybody's favorite black man candy, Doc Chocolate of the Bulls and Queens podcast. If you would like Doc Chocolate to help you host your next fun and kinky private party, or you want info on his next monthly Las Vegas Bulls and Queens play party, or you'd like to have him pose as a nude or semi-nude model for your next girls' night out or bachelorette party, make sure you go to www.bullsandqueens.com right now and fill out the form on the website to contact Doc. Again, that's www.bullsandqueens.com. Until next time, bulls, queens, and cucks, stay sexy.